the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Turn us up. Your Twin Cities radio home for business and investing news. The Biz 1440. KYCR Golden Valley. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. More violence reported in Afghanistan, apparently of the nature of religious persecution against the Sikh minorities living there, according to uh, the BBC's reporter in the area. The explosions broke out today at a Sikh mosque. In Montana, heavy rains recently have caused a deluge in Yellowstone National Park, but the governor says Yellowstone is back up and running. Here's a very simple message for people that have planned trips to Yellowstone Park. We're open. you got to come. Former President Trump in Nashville last night for the Faith and Freedom Coalition address. When Republicans retake control of Congress, they should turn the table and the Democrats show trial and immediately launch a full investigation into the egregious abuse of power. More on these stories at SRNews.com. Melissa Yu of St. Paul says, I couldn't be happier with my new garage door and opener. He arrived on time, quality professional work, and Kaysen was very friendly. Great value and highly recommend. New double-wide steel doors installed from 1445. Online at greatgaragedoor.com. Yeah, Embergo Hyundai, they have an amazing service staff. Incredible. Hey, I'm Javon from Egan. All in all, um, the entire staff is so friendly. I mean, you have young people to even elders. They really are like like good people. They have really, really good hearts. So Tyler is someone that I would highly recommend. Uh, he'll, he'll remember your name, too. <laughs> I have a Hyundai Sonata 2020. And uh, the services that I've gotten on there is uh, oil changes. We had to switch out the chip maybe once. And I, I probably had a, like a, a check engine light, and I wanted to get it checked on. But they never give me a hassle. It's like, hey, come in. One thing I love the most about Invergrove Hyundai is any place you go, that if they remember you, then you're significant to them. Even if you don't think you are, they'll make you feel like it, and you'll feel right at home. Invergrove Hyundai service technicians are ready for you no matter what kind of vehicle you drive. Open 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. weekdays. Call them today or schedule your appointment online at InvergroveHyundai.com. That's InvergroveHyundai.com. For the life of your home, visit ThinkAMI.com. If your air conditioner barely made it through last summer, now's the time to get a replacement. Call the experts at Air Mechanical who will help you find the right size unit for your home. Whether it's a heat pump mini split or a zone control system, Air Mechanical will help you keep your cool in the sizzling heat. Family owned and operated since 1985, Air Mechanical leads the metro in heating, cooling, plumbing, electrical, and now drain cleaning services. Call or schedule online at thinkami.com. For the life of your home, visit thinkami.com. There's a ton to explore at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Like the biggest savings around at our half-off deals tab. Click on programs to see our daily lineup. Win prizes at the VIP fan club. Catch up on your favorite podcasts and more. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. No! Come on, rise and shine. It's a beautiful day, isn't it? It's going to be a great year. Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. 
The Biz 1440 presents the best two hours of economic news and commentary. Is it safe? It's the King Banyan Show. This is a man. Your source for penetrating economic insight, razor-sharp analysis, and unflinching universal thought. My mind is a globe whirling transient nodes of thought. Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. Now, here's Professor King Banyan. Good morning, King Banyan Show, the Biz 1440. We're going to test the theory today. The theory is, can you actually do two hours of talk about a single Fed meeting that lasted one hour? (laughs) Yeah, actually, I think I can. Or at least we're going to figure. We're going to find out if we can or can't. I've got a couple of stories queued up as well, and we'll, of course, as we always do, intersperse, um, intersperse the economic data of the week. Uh, here we'll talk a little bit about uh, the, the my uh, quarterly business report review, which I'll I'll retweet the uh, link to the video if you want to watch it. It was uh, it was a wonderful uh, morning Thursday at the. Uh, at the St. Cloud City Hall. It's interesting. The city hall, the city moved its city hall out of a building that had been a school to another building that had been a school, but this one was much, much bigger, and, and even four years ago was still operating as one of our two public high schools in the community, uh, St. Cloud Technical High School. Um, they built a new high school out in the south end of town, and this one is adjacent to downtown alongside uh, Lake George and um, they've converted it into they've converted it into a city hall uh, you could tell because there's still all the high school lockers in the building uh, and the the council chambers is the old gym of the school uh, but they've turned into a beautiful facility it's really fun to do a presentation in. it was it was really one of the best spaces I've given a talk in, in I would say, in my career. I would say that was just a really cool thing to do. Uh, and apparently, apparently the uh, they've recorded it so that they can play me on your local cable access channel. So I've made it. I've made it. That's great. All right, but I don't. But nobody comes to my events quite like they go to see. Uh, to see the uh, event of uh, Jay Powell uh, speaking. Indeed, while he was doing the press conference, I was doing the tech check on this room, on the council chambers, on Wednesday afternoon. So to save you all the work of listening to it, all 56 minutes of the press conference beginning to end, um, I actually went down in my basement Wednesday night with um, with a notepad, um a copy of at least the beginning of the transcript, the, the, the published statement, and what whatever. Look, if you listen to the Biz 1440 here regularly, if you listen to all of the Bloomberg, you would you would know pretty much what happened at the event. So three days later, what can we possibly say? I think we can say a lot because I think one reason why the market has gyrated so much had a relief rally on wednesday afternoon and then it completely completely uh completely falls out of bed the next morning and market continues back down its slide the dow goes below thirty thousand, etc etc 
And um, I think it's because there was a whole lot that he said in this press conference that, including one thing I watched it and I, like, like uh, hold up, wait up, wait there. Um, did you just say what I think you said? And I, and so I, I have, I was down in the basement t- using my, using my devices so I could watch this on a big, big 55 inch screen. Um, watch this press conference on replay on the 55 inch screen so I could see it really well. And what I would tell you is, is if he, he had to know coming in, he was making news. Um, so let's back up and tell you how it was that they were making news. If you listen to this show regularly here on the Biz 1440, you can go back and, of course, listen to prior podcasts. I invite you to listen to me say something that turned out to be wrong, which would have been just last Saturday. Here on the show last Saturday, Daniels put the recording up there. I know it's there. I checked. I say fairly clearly in hour two, the Fed is not going to do 75 basis points. We went through the entire dot plot of what it was that they were doing. And, you know, of all the statements, and what I said was, you know, going to 75 would be damaging to their credibility because they've said 50 for so long. They believe in their forward guidance and they believe their forward guidance is giving them what they what they need to see. So what they needed to see. Not 24 hours after I say this, I read a story and the first one I read and I don't know if it was the first one or not, but it was Nick Timoros, who writes for the Wall Street Journal, saying saying the Fed is considering 75 basis points, to which I, my first reaction was, how on earth could you possibly know that? The Fed actually engages in, in, um, in a blackout period that runs from that runs about two weeks prior to the event. How is it that you think that they could have possibly told you, um, told you that, uh, uh, that they, that this was happening at the same time? So I'm, I'm looking for the right cut page. I'm looking at my cut sheet here. Let me see if I can find the right one. Um, Yes, I want. Here's the one I want to play. So this is in the middle of the press conference, where he actually tells you why he did what he did, why they did what they did. I want you to play cut number nine for me, Daniel. So the preliminary Michigan reading, it's a preliminary reading. It might be revised, nonetheless. It was quite eye-catching, and and we noticed that. We also noticed that that the uh, index of common inflation expectations at the board has moved up after being pretty flat for a long time. So we're watching that and we're thinking, this is something we need to take seriously. And that is one of the factors, as I mentioned, one of the factors in our deciding to move ahead with 75 basis points today was what we saw in in inflation expectations. And then a few minutes later, in answer to a question from Neil Irwin at Axios saying, you know, are you, 
which asks basically, don't you think it's going to make your future, your, you know, your your forward guidance in in you know incorrect? Um, he answers this cut number ten. I would like to think, though, that our guidance is still credible, but it's always going to be conditional on on what happens. This is an unusual situation to get, uh, you know, uh, uh, some data late in in uh, during blackout, pretty close, very close to our meeting. Very unusual to one that would actually change the outcome. So. Um, I, I've only seen in my 10 years plus here at the Fed, I've only seen something like that, even close to that, one or two times. So I don't think it's something that will come up a great deal. So what what he's saying here is, and this is this is where what caught, it caught me by surprise. The GDP, excuse me, the CPI number that came out last Friday that we discussed on last week's show that we dubbed Inflation Saturday. And again, I would tell you, go listen to the podcast. Okay, you can go retrieve them. Go to TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. You'll need to be a VIP club member, but then click on podcast and you can find the show. Grab last week's show and listen to what we said. We talked about the CPI numbers in significant detail, and we said, hmm, maybe, you know, and I said, yeah, this disconcerting, but they probably don't have the ability to change because they've been providing forward guidance. Nick, so apparently what happened was on last on, on two Fridays ago, so that would be the 10th, um, you got preliminary results for June from the surveys, the survey of consumers done by the University of Michigan. It's a, it's a survey that dates back, wow, wow. I want to say, I want to say uh, 40 years, almost 40 years, almost 50 years now. I think it started in 76. I was aware of it when I when I went to graduate school that it already existed. So I'm going to say, I'm going to, yeah, I think I want to say 76 is when it started. And I'm just going to read you the statement from the consumer, from that, from that particular report. Consumer sentiment declined by 14% from May, continuing a downward trend over the last year. Lowest recorded value comparable to the trough reached in the middle of the 1980 recession. Okay. Um, 40% of consumer assessments of the personal financial situation worsened about 20%. 46% of consumers attributed their negative views to inflation, up from 38% in May. This share has only been exceeded once since 1981 during the Great Recession. Overall, gas prices weighed heavily on consumers, no surprise. Half of all consumers spontaneously mentioned gas during their interviews, compared with 30% in May and only 13% uh, a, a year ago. Consumers expect gas prices to continue to rise a median of $0.25 cents over the next year. So in that backdrop, this is this clearly, as you heard in, in, in that last cut and that answer to Neil Irwin, it's very clear to me that that was a piece he made clear this is a piece of data we paid a lot of attention to, not just the CPI number. And 
I, we'll 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 have a little bit more about that. But I want to I want to start with this. They decided to change the. I believe, without a whole lot of proof, because they're not going to come out and say we were calling reporters and floating the idea that we might do seventy five to guide the market in advance of the Wednesday announcement. If you decided that you were going to change your mind over the weekend and you believe in forward guidance and you have a blackout period, as they as he just mentioned, how do you make the policy work except for making a bunch of calls, I think, to key people who were then going to come and talk to you on Wednesday at the press conference? It's, a, I realize that gets close to coming to, close to the line of being a conspiracy theory that there was something happening behind the scenes. But there is little reason for all of the financial press to start writing and all of a sudden you were reading forecaster after forecaster, Goldman, Merrill, all of the major houses start saying, We've revised ourselves. We now believe the Fed's going to do 75 basis points on on Wednesday. Completely out of character. And if I had had a radio show on Monday night, probably would have said the same thing. We'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. Just about a year ago, I set out on the Fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to The Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Hey, everybody, Mark Davis for Advantage Gold. Investing and protecting your retirement is a real challenge these days. Raging inflation, the hyper-volatile stock market. You don't have to sit and watch it all unfold. Thousands of retirees are safeguarding their retirements with physical precious metals like gold and silver inside their IRAs and 401ks. One company I trust for this, Advantage Gold, the number one highest-rated gold company on TrustLink seven years in a row. For a free gold IRA investment kit, call Advantage Gold, 800-741-4653. Call 800 741 gold. Don't sit idly by while the stock market and inflation destroy your retirement savings. For a free gold IRA investment kit, call 800 741 4653. They'll answer all your questions, including if your current retirement account qualifies. Call 800 741 4653. Find out how easy it is to put precious metals in your IRA or 401k. Call 800 741 gold. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult your investment professional before investing. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You 
can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-457-9220. Chet's Shoes is your industrial footwear headquarters. Talk to him today about setting up a customized industrial program for your employees. Chet's works with you to fit your company's needs in everything from specific styles to customized billing. Let them bring the store to you with their mobile shoe service or visit their store in Spring Lake Park. Chet's features comfortable and professionally fit footwear with brands such as Timberland Pro, Keen Utility, New Balance, Reebok, Carolina, Ariat, and more. If the shoe fits, you've been to Chet's. Hi, I'm Anthony Commers with Commerce Water. Let us build you a long-lasting, high-efficiency water softener. If you contact us now, you'll get $400 off our new wet technology water softener. Do it right the first time. Contact Commerce.com. Welcome back, King Bing Show, the Biz 1440. Good to, good to be with you here. The with the it's a, Are we going to call it Fed Saturday? No, we're not. We're, we're, we we can't do this all the time. We can't we because we become too predictable. Although after what I think is historic, and as I've said, historic so first and first and foremost, historic in the sense that. A 75 basis point raise has not happened since 1994. And it was very interesting because was sh- the, the White House then was sharply critical and hated what Greenspan was doing. Bill Clinton was furious over this rate increase. Um, and had, and it, but it was one of several, like this one, it was meant to head off inflation that Greenspan and the Fed saw coming at the time. Um, but unlike unlike then, now you've had the White House basically walk out and say, Jay, Jay Powell and the Fed, they're the people in charge of inflation, right? We've, we've got a White House that, that uh, is uh, basically uh, searching for scapegoats and on the four corners of the planet right now. I may... I may later on get to talk a little bit about about their letter to uh, the oil companies uh, this past week. Uh, it depends on how much time I take on on this. But let me start by just reminding people um, uh, that this is not just the United States. This is not something unique to us. I don't say the inflation to be unique to us, although I do believe... There was a paper done, or actually it was like a weekly letter done by the Federal Reserve Bank of San Francisco in which it dis- it discussed some research that I think is still in working paper form. It hasn't gone out for peer review, as I understand it, or as I remember it. I haven't looked to see if they've put it out anywhere. Um, but three researchers at the San Francisco Fed who said fiscal policy has contributed 3% of this increase in inflation. 
And if you compare our inflation rate, you know, I saw a graph as well. You know, inflation in the United States is lower than all these other countries. It's like, yeah, well, let's have us a look at what those other countries are. Brazil, yep. Brazil has higher inflation than we do. You know what else? Brazil has a a Fed funds, their version of the Fed funds rate, higher than their inflation rate. Their inflation rate's at 11%. Their Fed funds rate's at 13. Their version of the Fed funds rate's at 13. That move was done hours before the Fed moved to take us to all of one one and a half to one and three quarters percent. The ECB says we are probably going to raise interest rates in September. They have not stopped QE in the ECB. And they're already getting screams from places like uh, Italy who are very upset about having to pay um pay uh for this i should i pay for this i i should uh, i should shoot you a link to this piece um bond yields of con- this is from the financial times bond yields of countries such as italy and spain shot to their highest level for eight years after ecb rate setters last thursday announced plans to stop buying more bonds and start raising rates the surge in borrowing costs has revived fears about a potential repeat of the damaging debt crises in 2012 and 2014 that nearly tore the eurozone apart. The yield on 10-year bonds in Italy was at 3.78% uh, on Wednesday afternoon, below Tuesday's closing level of 4.18%. Now, the bond in the United States is at, at about 3.3 to 3.4%. Do we really believe that the that the that Italy should only have to pay a fifty basis point roughly premium on its debt versus ours, or is Italy still and the European Central Bank still too easy? I think they are, but their inflation rates are still being held below the numbers here in the United States. You look at the OECD, you take the G7 outside of the U.S. Um, to get the graph that I've seen where it just shows the U.S. is in the middle between all of these, you have to start including Russia and Ukraine on your, on, on your chart, on your, uh, on, your, on your little histogram. Uh, you have to include countries very, very dissimilar in very, very different situations than us. Um, don't include Japan. Japan's just decided that they're going to crash their exchange rate, now trading now trading at 134 yen to the dollar versus, heck, I remember when, I remember when it was below 100. That was a while ago, but it had been in 105, 110 not too long ago. So they've had about a roughly 20% uh, depreciation of the yen versus the dollar because they're trying to inflate like crazy and they're still actively engaged in buying Japanese government bonds across the maturity spectrum. At least here in the United States, we're in the process, although we haven't seen the decline in the balance sheet yet. We've It's not really growing. The changes in it are tiny, but we haven't started to see the decline in the 
size of the balance sheet here in the in the U.S. By the way, uh, at the press conference, I think there was one balance sheet question thrown at uh, Chair Powell, and very and, and next to no mention of it in their statement. Just continuing the policy they have in place. They've announced what they're going to do. They're going to watch and see what happens as we get deeper into this process where they go from from uh, letting $47.5 billion a month run off to $95 billion run off toward the end of, of the year, um, which may involve some tightening, might not. But, but anyway, this is, this is where they are right now. So let's go back to the beginning. Let's go all the way back to the very first uh, statement that was made by the the opening statement out of uh, by Chair Powell, and he's gonna he's gonna tell you, hey, I told you it was gonna be a half, but we decided to change our minds. Let's play this cut number one, please. Coming out of our last meeting in May, there was a broad sense on the committee that a, a half percentage point increase in the target range should be considered at this meeting if economic and financial conditions evolved in line with expectations. We also stated that we were highly attentive to inflation risks and that we would be nimble in responding to incoming data and the evolving outlook. Since then, inflation has again surprised to the upside. Some indicators of inflation expectations have risen, and projections for inflation this year have been revised up notably. In response to these developments, the committee decided that a larger increase in the target range was warranted at today's meeting. This continues our approach of expeditiously moving our policy rate up to more normal levels. You know back in college when there were certain words that you uh, said if you heard that word in some context it meant you had to take a drink? I know Daniel never did that because he's he's too he's too good and nice a young man to have ever engaged in such things. I can neither confirm nor deny the comment that I, that I may have done such a thing. Um, for example, uh, the 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 uh, we had we had a drinking game around Hitch, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, which about twenty of us crammed into uh, one grad apartment to watch simultaneously. Um, Anyway, I think there are two words that you hear this, you heard used repeatedly during the press conference. If there had been a word cloud, these two words should have popped out. Probably should build a word cloud. Expeditiously and nimble. We're moving quickly and we're moving, we're moving deftly, which is a synonym for nimble, uh, to get to where the place we want to to get to where we want to go. We're going to go faster. The the rate increases that had been expected would have taken the Fed funds rate to about 175 would have taken 175 to to 2 percent by the end of 2021. That's what they initially had forecasted. Back in March And so we all were like, well, there might be a 50 in there somewhere, but, and so that was back in March. In May, in May, he says, he says, you know, we, we think we're going to do 50 at the next, they do 50, says, we're probably going to do 50 at the next one. We might even do 50 at the one after that. And then that leads Raphael Bostic to come out, the Atlanta Fed president to say, 
yeah, we, we might pause in September to see where we are. Uh, and and then <laughs> uh, turns out they got to go 75. And, and, uh, and you hear him say this uh, in cut. You know, you know what? Let's, I'm going to run a little long. Let's just go ahead and play this cut right now. Cut number two, please, uh, Daniel. As shown in the SEP, <clears throat> the median projection for the appropriate level of the federal funds rate is 3.4% at the end of this year, a po- percentage point and a half higher than projected in March, and 0.9 percentage point above the median estimate of its longer run value. The median projection rises further to 3.8% at the end of next year and declines to 3.4% in 2024, still above the median longer run value. Of course, these projections do not represent a committee plan or decision, and no one knows with any certainty where the economy will be a year or more from now. Now, I want you to hold on to that thought, because I'm going to run away to a break here in just a moment. But, but he, okay, here's the question for you to think about, think about while you're, while, until we get back. If you tell the market that you're going to raise the rate to 3.4%, and you use these words, and 0.9 percentage point above the median estimate of its longer run value, what are you, in fact, saying? What are you saying? And not only 3.4, they then say 3.8. They say, he's saying, in essence, that by the end of 2023, the rate will be higher than it was at the end of 2022. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? Little analysis coming up right after this. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on the Biz 1440. says, I just worked with three of the most professional guys ever. Chris was my estimator, Aaron and Dan were the installers. This was for my parents and they knocked it out of the park. Thank you so much for taking care of them. New double wide steel doors starting at 1445. Call 952-895-7300. When you take the time to really get to know your body, you find that the root causes of its aches and pains are usually simple. The older we get, the more exercise we undertake and the more injuries we sustain, the more inflammation our bodies suffer from. It's so simple. And my answer to that pain is Relief Factor, which I discovered years ago and take every single day to great effect. It helps the body to fight off inflammation, and I've never found anything that worked better in my life. I can't recommend it enough. 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. relieffactor.com. Every day, the men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775, we have served our nation as a force in readiness. From combat operations 
to humanitarian assistance in every corner of the world. No matter where the mission takes us today or wherever our country needs us tomorrow, we always remember the land we call home. As Marines, we take a stand for each other, for our nation, for us all. The few, the proud, the Marines. Dad, guess what? What? You are going to be a grandfather. That's great. Not too long ago, moments like this with my daughter would have been a challenge. It was a long road for me to find myself again after Vietnam. It was my neighbor Jim, another Vietnam veteran, who finally convinced me that I could still connect with my family and find that fulfilling life I'd lost. And I went for help down at the VA. If I can take that first step after almost 50 years, I know other veterans can too. Visit maketheconnection.net to find out more. GodTube.com. Inspiration, comedy, music, faith, and fun. Get the best of GodTube every morning and start your day with a smile. Great faith-based videos sent to your inbox daily when you subscribe at GodTube.com, a division of Salem Media Group. Welcome back. King Banyan's show, The Biz, 1440. Hope you're going to be able to stay someplace nice and cool this weekend and and um, and have a chance to uh, get out of this heat because it looks like it's going to be pretty tough the next few days. 651-289-4477 with questions or comments. Um, we're really focused in on this on this piece. So let me let me go back and I'm going to play this cut one more time because you need to understand what what it is they said to do. What they, what they are in fact saying with this. This is from the prepared statement, so everybody knows this is what he's going to say uh, among the participants in the uh, Federal Open Market Committee. Cut number two, please. As shown in the SEP, the median projection for the appropriate level of the federal funds rate is 3.4% at the end of this year, a percentage point and a half higher than projected in March, and 0.9 percentage point above the median estimate of its longer run value. The median projection rises further to 3.8% at the end of next year and declines to 3.4% in 2024, still above the median longer run value. Of course, these projections do not represent a committee plan or decision, and no one knows with any certainty where the economy will be a year or more from now. True, but this is what this is indeed what they're saying. So, what I've if you're listening to us and are by a computer where you can actually look at Twitter, use use the hashtag pound KBRS or my Twitter handle Banyan Show at Banyan Show, uh, and you will see a slide that I showed to my folks on Thursday after the Wednesday after watching the Wednesday press conference. I I was speaking the next morning for our usual quarterly business report. Uh, report review. I normally don't make lots of comments about national news, but this was so unusual a period of time I felt obligated to take, oh, five, I probably took seven minutes of time to talk about, out of a 50-minute presentation, to talk about uh, what had happened um, at this at this moment. And so I, I've put up for you 
what what happened in terms of market expectations. The way we do this is we use uh, the 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 CME, uh, the Chicago Mercantile Exchange's Fed Funds Futures Market, and they provide you a, a handy tool that you can use to determine what various probabilities for the an increase in inflation that are the result of the contracts that they're seeing trade on the CME. From that, you could see, and I, we talked last week quite a bit about the fact that, that after the CPI report, the futures market began to price in about a 20% chance that that. We, they would run out to a 75 basis point increase. That they would, in fact, run away from their from their forecast. If you take a look at what happens by the 14th, by the by, excuse me, by the 13th, on the on the Monday, the probabilities, which had been running at over 90 percent on Wednesday Wednesday the 8th and Thursday the 9th. And had fallen back to just under 80% on the Friday, were now reduced further so that they were now at about 65% uh, for 50 and 35% for 75. Overnight, you can see if you look at that, it completely flips. So that the probability on Tuesday afternoon, <clears throat> that by Tuesday close, the probability of a seven basis, 75 basis point rate hike had run out to 96%, 97%. 50 basis points had gone to de minimis territory. And indeed, on Wednesday morning pre-announcement at 10 a.m. Eastern, you could get a contract betting that they would even go past 75 to 100 basis point increase at about 20 to 1 odds. You'd have been taking a punt. You would have lost, by the way, of course, but otherwise see that. So if you look at that, so that's what happened. So I've articulated that for you, but if you if you want to see it in graphical form, go to my Twitter feed and take a look Take a look and see, see the graph that's there. On the left, on the right, I have the December meeting. The median expectation a week ago was at two and three quarters to three percent. In other words, market participants had already quite substantially revised up their expectation of where the Fed wanted to be in December from what the Fed had said in March. The market was already prepared for some kind of move. And then after the Fed meeting, you can see it completely shifts out to greater numbers so that so that the December contract that had the greatest emphasis on Monday, or you might call it the modal contract, was for a Fed funds rate in December at three and a half to three quarters, and by Tuesday at three, quarter, three and three quarters to four percent. Now, that all backed off by, and that's not on this graph because I drew these as of 10 a.m. and I didn't, I didn't save. I had actually calculated the numbers for the end of the day on Wednesday, and I, don't ha- I can't find that graph right now. But it all snapped back to where the Fed was. But, so the Fed is now saying, and if you're looking at that graphic, it's saying that the yellow bar, 
Okay, three and a quarter, three and a half percent is the most likely, most likely number to be seen at the end of 2022. So, you had five FOMC participants. Remember, that's the seven governors and the 12 presidents. Five of them saying three to three and a quarter. Eight saying three and a quarter to three and a half. Four at three and a half to three and three quarters, and one governor saying. Actually, by the end of 2022, we're actually going to have to have the rate all the way up at three, 3.75 to 4. Yeah, possible. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I, it's possible to get there. But you can see all of those changes. And I'll shoot you, uh, I'll shoot you this graphic, too, after the break. Uh, talk about that. Now, the question I asked you before we, at the end of the last segment, what does it mean that the Fed is expecting rates over the next few years to be above the longer run rate. What does that mean? In my mind, what that means is, in my mind, what that means is they're going to something that is, in fact, more restrictive, which means they are open to the idea that there might be a recession. They are clearly signaling their comfort with raising rates above the long-run level and even holding them there into 2024. You would only agree to that if you thought even in 24, your inflation would stay above the forecast. And indeed, the SEP, uh, the SEP that that he describes. Um, says says that as well. Uh, if you look at their SEP forecasts, I've got to go back and find them, find the right sheet here. Um, median projection is for 5.2% in 2022, 2.6% in 2023, and 2.2% in 2024. Participants continue to see risk to inflation as weighted to the upside. Friends, they are going to run a restrictive policy. They have to. They have been backed into a corner, and they simply have no choice at this point. And that makes it, you know, so the question is then, can you still get a soft landing? Um, We'll have thoughts about that right after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. Is 1440 KYCR Golden Valley. Education is absolutely the most critical decision you can make for your children. To get half off, it's a no-brainer. Hi, I'm Jeff. Hi, I'm Trish, his better half, and we're from Oakdale. We wanted a strong Christian school with conservative values. The half-off tuition program was better than we could have ever imagined for our family. I asked the station several times to make sure that I understood that there weren't strings attached. And, and there were no strings attached. The impact on our kids has been amazing. Their critical thinking is stronger, and they're better equipped for life. Yeah, the power of the Christian education is that our children can 
make their decisions and their sound decisions, and it just makes them better adults. Send your child to a private school for half the cost for their first year. No strings attached. For details and participating schools, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-884-9018 That's 800-884-9018 What does it mean to be a Christian woman in our current culture? How does your faith in Christ relate to the world around you? At times, being a Christian can seem like an overwhelming task in today's busy and challenging landscape. That's why you should visit iBelieve.com, a site designed for Christian women. Whether you're looking for insight, conversation starters for your church group, or just an uplifting message, you'll find it at iBelieve.com. Visit iBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. Have you lost your gun rights due to an old criminal offense? Have you been denied a permit to carry or a purchase of a firearm? I'm attorney Kelly Keegan, and I can help. Schedule a free consultation at KeeganLawOffice.com. That's K-E-E-G-A-N LawOffice.com. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Listen to the Biz 1440 at Odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. So let's summarize where we are so far, because we got lots more to play in the next hour. But let's summarize where we are at this moment. The Fed is, begin with the fact that the Fed had signaled for quite some time, 50 basis points. We're going to do 50 next, next time. We're pretty comfortable with saying 50, and we think we're going to do that maybe even one more time after this. And then maybe we'll scale back. Maybe we'll continue with 50. Not sure. But the expectations in March clearly at some point became untethered to what the market thought. Right? The market was expecting higher numbers and the the expectations were beginning to run away from them. They then get both an inflation report, CPI, two Fridays ago. And on that same day, they get the preliminary report on consumer sentiment from the University of Michigan, which had shown that inflation expectations of consumers over the next five years had run to a a high of 3.3%, a number that had not been seen for decades. They decide they have to act. And all of a sudden, news reports and market participants rapidly reprice Everything in the everything that's out there 
to get to 75. It was probably Monday afternoon when I realized, oh, oh, maybe they are going to do 75. This is really unusual. And so it is worth asking whether or not this is damaging to their credibility. I think more damaging than than going 75 when you told everybody 50 is two things. One of them a little more subtle and the other one perhaps not so. The, The subtle part is the fact that the market seemed to know what was coming before it arrived there. And I told you I watched the press conference more than once. I, I, I didn't watch, I didn't run it all straight through twice. I, I ran it through at about one and a quarter speed or 1.2 times um, just so I could get the gist of where everything was. I didn't have a transcript, so I was, I was sort of marking. He's talked about this here, talked about this there, then go back and find those spots. I then went ahead and pulled, and I think I ended up pulling 16 clips out of this thing. Um, but I have to say, it means I watched it more than once in some detail. And in fact, this morning I watched parts of it a third time. I'm just going to say, I, I have this sense that there was, there was information that had been shared pre-meeting. The questions I thought were good, but nothing that seemed to take him by surprise. And there was none of the, uh, there's always, almost always one or two crates, except for the last question. The last question, clearly, he got, he, he didn't have a prepared answer for, and he said something that I, you could tell pretty quickly, whoops, I might have said too much, I need to run away from that. And they ended the press conference almost immediately afterwards. I'll pay, that's your teaser to stick around for the second hour when I play more of this. But clearly he wanted to say, hey, we're not going to do this very often, so... Listen to this. This is still in the prepared statement. This is right toward the very end of it. Cut number three. Clearly, today's 75 basis point increase is an unusually large one, and I do not expect moves of this size to be common. From the perspective of today, either a 50 basis point or a 75 basis point increase seems most likely at our next meeting. So notice that he, he definitely wanted to give himself the option. To go 75 again. So he didn't back off 50. But he's giving himself the option to go to 75. And so this is what forward guidance looks like when you're still trying to figure some stuff out. The other point I made in the last segment that I need to need to emphasize for you. Is the Fed has been very, very clear and you'll hear it in the next hour when I play some of the some of the Q&A. The Fed is being very clear that inflation is not in even is not even with unemployment, but is now going to be emphasized over unemployment. Now, if you want to talk about what damages credibility, I want you to go back, go listen to some shows we did where where you'll just see where the the Fed is in the is in the show title. Go back to listen to some podcasts back from 21, and even in the first meeting of 22, um, 
you can go back and listen and he says things to say, yeah, we're kind of serious about inflation, but he's not making inflation primary to unemployment. And there's still conversation about how unemployment is really a problem for for underrepresented populations, uh, populations of color. I don't know if he uses that specific expression, but he's they're clearly talking about unemployment and particularly the the differential impact of inflation policies and monetary policies on the poor versus the the wealthy all of that language is gone you don't hear go ahead go look at the transcript go to federalreserve.gov click on monetary policy go click on the transcript and and you can go read it I'm going to play some clips for you in the next hour to to demonstrate to you. They've now gone back to making inflation pretty primary in this piece. And indeed, I had not picked up on it. But but, uh, Professor John Taylor, inventor of the Taylor Rule, noticed in the latest statement on monetary policy uh, that Federal Reserve released, it's reinserted the information about where they are versus the Taylor rule, which they had abandoned uh, back in March when they did their testimony before Congress. They abandoned that. It's now back. You're not putting the inflation. I, I contend you're not putting the Taylor rule back in the, uh, they're not putting the Taylor rule back in uh, the, uh, the monetary policy report. Unless you've decided you want to change your tone back to the anti-inflation tone that you used to have. Clearly the Fed is back on that on that mark right now. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. Christy of Woodbury says, from the first phone call, everyone was very responsive, professional, and friendly. Thank you for making the repair so easy. Experience Great Garage Doors same-day service at 763-767-3000. That's 763-767-3000. I am Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony Madrid. Staff Sergeant Samantha Cowell. I'm Staff Sergeant Alex I am Staff Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I'm proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. And I am proud to be a member of... And I'm proud to serve in the United States. And I am proud to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com Did you know you were kicking in your mommy's tummy before you were born? We were? Yep. I just learned at school that babies move and kick before they're even born. No, no wonder we're so good at soccer. That's right, kids. A pre-born baby is moving about and even kicking just 14 weeks from conception. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of information and alternatives to abortion, or you'd like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, 
please call 1-800-366-7773, 1-800-366-7773, or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across I've got a math question for you. When you add tolerance, subtract prejudice, and multiply efforts to treat one another with respect, what do you get? Less division. And school sports have it down to a science. Looking for an example of what can happen when we realize there's more that unites us than divides us? Look no further than high school sports in Minnesota. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. Ibelieve.com helps women wrestle with the deeper issues of their faith. Drop by for blogs and daily devotionals for women, plus articles on relationships, health and beauty, parenting, and more. At Ibelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. The Biz 14. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.